Hello, and welcome to Utterly Geek Dissects, where we typically take a look at a video game title and uh, see what makes it work or what really doesn't work. But this month, it's a special occasion because there's been some groundbreaking gaming news. Kind a of. Yeah, a new contender in the platform races. We're going to talk about the Epic Game Store. No, we're talking about <laughs> Google yeah. Stadia. Ugh, I don't feel like arguing for like a half an hour or raging for a half an hour to 45 minutes about Epic Game Store. <laughs> uh, no. I have thoughts on it, but we don't need to talk about it. It's been new. so well worn. Yeah. But the new hotness is Google Stadia. Uh, Google had a big press conference a couple weeks ago in which they announced their cloud processing gaming solution. Mm. Uh, they got a whole bunch of Google bigwigs out there, and they were talking about their cloud service computing algorithms and their, their cloud-based processing business. And leveraging that to play high-end brand new video game releases anywhere you can get a Chrome browser to run. Mm -hmm. uh, this offers a lot of advantages because you can literally game fucking anywhere. And the only bit of hardware they really announced was their new controller, mm -hmm. which looks like a stock standard controller, but it has some new Bluetooth functionality in that it can be connected to multiple devices. Mm -hmm. So they had an on-stage presence where guy was moving from his phone to a desktop to a television, and then I forget what the fourth one was, but it was the same. I think it's PC, PC Mac. Oh, that's probably what they did. Yeah, like because it, it went from yeah, like tablet to to TV, tablet to phone to TV to PC. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he used the same controller when going from phone to tablet, mm. which is very strange. Or <laughs> between two of them. Right. But it's, it's, a, it's, it's a new methodology there. Uh, but the, one of the bigger things was the YouTube integration that they were suggesting with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so, so there's a lot. I don't even know where to begin, <laughs> really. Because there's a lot to go over, and I have various weird feelings about this. Right. Yeah. Uh, so let's so let's go down the list. Why don't we start with the elevator pitch? Mm -hmm. Right. You can play games anywhere without having dedicated hardware. You can bust out an old ass tablet and stream 4K. 60 well, FPS gaming. Well, that that's what they're saying, that at launch it will support up to a 4K display. Mm -hmm. So it'll bust out and stream to the max resolution of your device, consistent right. 60 frames per second, without any latency. Right. Which is neat. I mean, that's that's neat functionality. And I can see that being a draw for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, uh, the whole thing with being able to run everything at, like, max capacity without having to suffer from any kind of hardware uh, holding it back, like, I think that's pretty great. Um, yeah. Like, basically, you, all, you always have, like, the fucking 
I mean, you have a computer that's ru- that's run by Google that is just like fucking top of the line all the time, running your games that you could just jump on at any time and. You know. Well, they did. They outlined that too. So game companies wouldn't be buying dev kits; they would be mm-hmm. buying blades of the server to access. Right. Mm-hmm. And if your game required it, you could double or triple up on those. Mm-hmm. So that's that's incredibly exciting from a game player standpoint because now developers aren't developing for a myriad of well, what's your configuration? How's this all set up? They're developing for a fucking powerhouse of a machine. Right. Yeah. So that's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then plus they can really go balls to the wall with their engine and, and whatever. Um, I mean, fucking video physics. We yeah. now have fucking server physics. Right. Like, there's that, that part is endlessly exciting to me, but it's all a double-edged sword. The other side right. of that is... As a game player, I don't have any local files. I don't have access to those. So run a Skyrim on this. Try to mod it. You fucking can't. Mm-hmm. You, the days of single player modification are gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And the the other thing is is like you know, I Google doesn't seem to be aware of data capping. From from internet providers, uh, they just think that fucking everybody can have unlimited data streamed to their household or wherever yeah. they are. So, uh, well, on Google Fiber, uh, right. right? I mean, m- maybe if that was like you know more, if that was around the world more. I mean, if there were more stations and whatnot, like of Google Fiber. Uh, around the world when this gets launched i mean yeah maybe but um yeah i mean with like a lot of internet providers having a data cap and shit like that for certain speeds that like i you're gonna play a game for like fucking five minutes and it's like well all right you're done uh fucking kicking you off for the next month like cool i mean it wasn't an advertising point but i would be shocked if they didn't at least try to like internally discuss that mm-hmm. that there has to be internal mm-hmm. discussions regarding that but yeah at, at the same time as a consumer that that is a big fucking red flag like oh fuck yeah it, it's just weird that they like don't acknowledge that whatsoever they're just like oh yeah no you could totally just fucking keep streaming and playing games like no because yeah. <laughs> If you ever talk to any of the fucking providers, they would all be like, yeah, no, there's a data cap, sorry. Like, you can't just be constantly streaming all the time and not be paying us more. Yeah, but I think in their little, like, their presentation, they didn't even really focus on any negative thing that could have possibly be so... Oh, Oh, God, no, this is the big reveal. Yeah, yeah. But then that's even a darker corporate future where it's like, oh, well, if you get Google Fiber for Google Stadia, then... (laughs) And then you stream it on YouTube, which we also own, and there's... Mm -hmm. That's the dark fucking cyberpunk future that we're looking at, is that Google owns every aspect of this. Mm -hmm. 
top to bottom. Right. And for me, that's incredibly alarming. And I may be an alarmist. I may be... My true colors might be showing a bit here, but... Right. I I don't want to hand all that control over to Google, especially over my games. Like, Yeah. Personally, I'm, like, I'm not that worried about that with with Google just because I think... I think they seem to be more focused on, like, games that maybe people probably just can't run, <laughs> like, mm. very well on their own PC. Like, maybe more bigger AAA titles that, I don't know. For me as a person, I I don't generally lean toward AAA titles, like, mm. very often. So, I don't know. And I, I, think, there, I think it's just going to be a select handful of companies that want to use this. Well, yeah, I mean, they, of course, they trotted out all the big AAAs. I mean, Yi Guillemont from Ubisoft was there. And they've yeah. shown off Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, Doom Eternal is going to be on it. And they showed that off. But listening to some interviews of people who were at the presentation, they had kiosks set up outside where you could try it. Mm-hmm. And the various kiosks were set up for various types of internet connection. Hmm. To, to prove, oh, this totally works. And they had Doom, not Doom Eternal, classic Doom, mm-hmm. running on these connections. And they're like, oh, yeah, if you use the T1 connection, it's perfect and it's fine. But if you knock it down to a more, like, cable connection, doesn't feel right, doesn't feel good. Mm. Like, there's noticeable latency mm. on an average connection. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, because they also didn't say whether or not this is a subscription-based thing, or are you buying each title? Mm-hmm. Like, if if it's subscription-based, strictly, and I'm giving them 15 bucks a month like I do for Google Music, okay. I mean, that, that seems like a reasonable thing, because then the concept of owning the games on the service dissipates immediately. Mm-hmm. But if they're asking me to chunk out a chunk of cash each time I want to play a game. Yeah. Not each time, but each title. Yeah. Then what does that what does that mean? What do I own in that instance? Mm-hmm. I own the right to stream on Stadia? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll that's uh, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be probably one of the more interesting things to, to take note of because, I don't know, to me it would seem like you'd almost have to pay a subscription service and probably buy the games. Oh, if they do that, they're fucking that, dead in the water. Oh yeah. <laughs> like just, just on the, on the grand scale of it and this, like what they're doing I th- what or what they want to do. It seems like because they want to go have their own like huge servers and stuff like that. It would like, I'd be under the assumption that they want money for people to support their servers. And then also the people who are selling these games are going to want the money to support their games. So who knows, like, if a subscription service is going to be enough to, like, really handle all of that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. all, all together as one culmination of things where it's like, okay, pay 15 bucks a month and you can play all of these games too. Like, is it gonna, are they going to run into issues like Spotify and uh, Apple with, like, artists who are like, yo, they're not giving us any fucking money. Like, what's going on here, you yeah. know? Like, that kind of issue. So I'm interested to see how they how they deal with that 
Right, and I think this feeds back into your earlier statement that, oh, there were no detractors. Like, that, mm-hmm. the monetization might be the big detractor yeah. that they're just avoiding at this point. But it's funny you bring up Apple because, like, the next day, Apple announced a new subscription plan for iPhone games mm-hmm. where it's 10, or is it 10 or $15 a month? And you just get access to everything, paid apps, all this other stuff that's opt-in for the developer. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the antithetical argument of yeah. what this could be, but we don't fucking know right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but another promising thing is that this really, because it's all server-based and it's just streaming it out to you, this marks the return of big AAA split screen. Could yeah. mark that. And right. like that that's incredibly exciting, too, as someone who... Is a part of a dying generation of couch co-op. God damn it! Get off my lawn. I I don't know about dying. I mean, I feel like there's still a lot of games out there that still do couch co-op stuff. Not split screen first person shooter, a la right. Perfect Dark well, or Goldeneye. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say big Halo triple AAA titles are not really dealing with split screen. Yeah, but Although like there, there's some indie people who are still liking it though. Right. And Nintendo, obviously. Yeah, Nintendo are champions of the local multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what's the internet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, my overall feeling, I, I, I don't really have a lot much else to say. I mean, that mm-hmm. control... Oh, wait, wait, sorry. YouTube integration oh, was yeah. a big portion of this. Mm-hmm. Right? So they were showing, oh, if you're a streamer, and you're streaming on Stadia using YouTube streaming, what's Twitch? You can blast out a code or a save file and have your viewers pick up immediately from the exact game state that you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it kind of is like a hard stamp save distribution. Which, cool, you can do some really neat things. And from a developer standpoint, that means that you can set up a demo to be specifically exactly what you want someone to experience right which again double-edged sword really fucking cool but also you can use that to cover up a lot of fucking problems Mm, yeah yeah like oh only do like these five minutes because this is what we put all of our effort into and the rest of the game is shite yeah but that's that's incredibly incredibly interesting and neat Mm mm-hmm they also highlighted that if you're on YouTube and you're streaming, you can have a little invite button so your viewers can click and immediately join, which my mind immediately went, oh, that's fucking hot trash. <laughs> yeah. A lot of terrible things are going to happen because <laughs> of that, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think... Uh, I think this is another case of Google just doesn't know the dark sides of the internet or even considered it so oh no they know, they uh, know. <laughs> i mean i guess um but yeah i mean it's like yeah because people are fucking trolls on the internet and as soon as like a youtuber is like hey come play the game with me like they're gonna try to fucking sabotage that youtuber as much as they can to like try to like get in the way or fuck shit up or like whatever in their game and it's like uh, pointless, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I also have as one of my last bullet points, I still don't like MatPat. 
Matt Pat came out to reveal all the YouTube stuff. Oh. And I just he feels synthetic. I don't know. I know that's petty and stupid, but like I used to really like game theorists mm. when it was actually about science, mm. like doing the math. Yeah, I think I'm actually uh, interested to see how they integrate the streaming in. Like if if it's like a like just a streamlined setup, you know, basically, mm. so you don't need to have like OBS or anything like that. You can just I go see right what you through. did there. Go right through um, YouTube itself, and it already has like a nice format for for people to stream, which right. I think could be like an easily accessible, which I think could be huge for for a lot of people, um, and like super simple or whatever. So yeah, I'm interested to see that and how that plays with this, and how if if people decide that that's more simple and they're going to stream through that. Like I mean, it's all just hearsay and seeing what happens when this shit comes out and seeing yeah. how fast it does, how well, how fast it is, how well it runs these games and stuff like that. Um, yeah. From what I, what I've been hearing with um, a lot of, you know, you mentioned previously Darren about like people playing on kiosk and there were some people that were um, showing off like the input lag uh, for mm-hmm. like for a game like Assassin's Creed, like when they were doing straight up combat, they said, it seemed pretty good, but as soon as he was using a bow and arrow and like trying to shoot, it was just awful. It mm-hmm. was just like yeah. not as responsive. So, I mean, really, the the I mean, yeah, Doom is on there and that's great, but I think the I think the biggest test is going to be fucking if there's any fighting game on there because yeah. if oh, like yeah. fighting game, like I mean, you know, we have we have Soulsborne games, but like you know, a fucking fighting game is like the pinnacle of being like you need to have the best uh input uh response fucking taneous yeah mm-hmm. you yeah. have tenth of a second windows on yeah a lot of that stuff and could you actually do daigo's street fighter 2 reversal <laughs> on right. stadia right i highly fucking doubt it yeah <laughs> it's there's there's a lot of promise in it but i also, listening to other podcasts about this, GDC happened right afterwards, mm. also in San Francisco, with a lot of the same audience, and the vibe <laughs> around GDC on Google Stadia was basically, from a developer's standpoint, nah, nah, man, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it, on the initial announcement of this, like, I was thinking like this could be cool but also really fucking terrifying as all the things that we've listed but Mm -hmm. then i'm just like oh wait no one's gonna fucking buy this like it's not i don't think it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna be large enough for it to be to overtake consoles or pc and then like fucking dominate that market no but the thing that you're forgetting is that there is literally zero barrier to entry all they would have to do was put up on YouTube, hey, do you want to try Stadia? Click here. We'll play. It's mm. literally all they need to do. Mm. There is no buy-in from a consumer standpoint. Right. Yeah. And all it takes is one very highly curated slice of Stadia experience to be like, yo, no, this feels great to get the rubes to buy in. Mm-hmm. And, I, okay, that sounds dismissive. To get people to buy in, not the rubes. Because if it's really impressive, that 
small slice. There's literally zero barrier to entry. It's not like you have to run out and buy a Chromecast or run out and buy a thing. Mm-hmm. If you think it's, your fucking Chrome browser eats RAM now, wait until you fucking <laughs> run a goddamn game off of that fucking thing. Or, because it's streaming, it might not be any worse than watching a YouTube video. Mm. But then, yeah, you do have inputs coming back and forth, so it, I I don't know. I'm not a network scientist. I don't know how all the fancy computer stuff works. All right. Yeah, I'm... I'm not warm on Stadia. I don't like the idea of it. I don't like what it does for game ownership. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- what do you do for mods? I, I'm shocked Bethesda wasn't out there immediately saying, yeah, we're going to do this. Bring back the paid mod store, because here you go. This is how you do mods on Stadia. Because <laughs> yeah. you can't do it any other way. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really hot on Stadia. I like some of the ideas that it brings. Like, I, I, I really like, I mean, if it plays well i like the idea that people who can't afford some high-end pc can still play pc games like Mm -hmm. i really like that idea but it's just everything else that comes with it like you said darren like the fact that everything would have to go through google and like is it going to be subscription are we going to have to pay it now we're like do we actually own the game if we pay 60 dollars for it like what what the fuck you know like they did mention that there was a store Okay. At at some point during the conference, so mm. so that that I'm not sure. Like I'm wondering if if it's similar to YouTube, where it's like the the like sign up the subscription part, or mm, like, like just YouTube to use Red. the program. Well, like I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it might be it might be something where it's like there's a premium model, but there's also a free model. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is actually another point that I I'm glad I kind of already thought of this because this was something i wanted to bring up uh imagine you're playing a game and you're playing it for like an hour and then suddenly an ad pops up for like (laughs) for like an unskippable like 10 seconds or whatever and you have to fucking sit through it and now your game is back okay cool now you have another hour until another ad pops up but hey if you sign up for the premium (laughs) you won't get ads like it's shit like that because I know it's fucking Google and that's how just how they do things, especially something like YouTube. Because if this if this platform is free, like they will, I think they absolutely will fucking do that. We'll oh, yeah. have they'll have like ads just like popping up mid game that pauses your game and fucking interrupts your shit. And you know if if it's something like Doom Eternal where you're jumping around and fucking fighting demons, and then an ad pops up for like ten seconds, you break that fucking flow. And it's like, oh, wow, what the fuck was I doing for, like, this five seconds that I, <laughs> that this ad popped up? Mm-hmm. See, I was going to say, that feels like something that would be up to the developer, and, like, they wouldn't voice that upon everyone. Mm. But if you look at how YouTube is monetized, mm. mm-hmm. they do voice that upon everything if you're not paying for YouTube Red. And holy, sh- holy shit, that could... Hey, let me tell you about my frustrations with Assassin's Creed Odyssey the one time that I was playing it. <laughs> Did I ever mention about that shit? Wait, what? So, so while I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, they were they were just hyping up the next uh, DLC, uh, the next DLC that was coming out for it, 
and it was literally every time that I pushed the pause or opened up a menu, uh, which is very frequent in, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey because you're constantly swapping out weapons and items and armor and also, like, leveling up and, like, putting points in the skills and checking your map to see, make sure you're going the right way. So you're constantly opening that fucking thing. And while I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey and while that DLC was getting hyped to, to build up, it was every time I was opening a menu, it would pop up with a pop-up window that would be front and center that would say, hey, this DLC's coming! And, like, I had to push, like, squares <laughs> or, or uh, X or circle to fucking close that menu so then I can go back into the... And it was literally every time... Like, even if I quit out of the uh like quit out of the map or quit out of my items and then immediately push it it would pop up every time within like that that couple of seconds and it wasn't like on a timer or anything so that's where i see some shit like that where it's like on stadia where it is like fucking almost constant and it just gets it gets you to the point of frustration i mean it works with fucking hulu like we were watching hulu and there was just so many ads and even though we did like like premium one it was like there was still like two or three ads coming, and it was just like, okay, we're fucking sick of ads. Let's go to the premium two option, where it has no ads whatsoever. And so, like, that's that's where it gets to a point where it's like, you know, Google being Google, like they could fucking push where it's just like constantly having ads, and there's like multiple tiers of some kind of premium. Well, where of it's, course, because yeah. because if they're gonna make money off of subscriptions, why not also make money off of uh, ads? Hey, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I could, I mean, if if it was free and people did, like, and developers wanted to, like, put their game on there, I could see it being a good avenue for, like, someone saying, hey, this is my title. You get, you can play it for an hour for free or something. Mm-hmm, and here you right. go. Like, a good, like, demo kind of thing, like, just to allow people to play all these games. But, yeah, I think outside of that, I'm not really on board with just yeah. what Stadia is bringing like I'm a small indie dev, I don't really do this or that, and like, please just try my game here. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a series. The Stadia is entirely a multi-bladed sword. Like there's, mm-hmm. yeah. there's so much. It's more than two sides. Yeah, even it's. I'm not really hot on it. I will try it if there is no barrier to entry. Right, but I don't anticipate ever getting really into it yeah i mean the other the other thing that i found kind of neat too was like uh, that also goes with the youtube integration is like you see an ad for a video or something for a game and it's like there's a little tab that pops up that just says like play here and you click it and it immediately loads it within seconds mm-hmm, like yeah. immediately loads the game and it's like you can try it out and i think that's that's really fucking cool because it's like there's plenty of times where it's like i see trailers for games and i'm like Oh, okay, well now I gotta fucking wait till I get home. Maybe I might remember about the game or not, and it's like, okay, now I gotta download the demo and wait some time and fucking whatever, and then come back eventually. It's like, you know, but but this it's like instant, which is kind of cool. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I can totally see using Stadia as a demo, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a just strictly a demo kiosk. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. what's coming out? Let me try that Doom Eternal. Before yeah. I spend my sixty dollars, give yeah. me my five minutes on Stadia. Go great, thanks Stadia. Not giving you a fucking penny. Now I'm gonna go buy it. Right over here on Steam. Right, like before before Doom was announced on Steam, I was like, I'm gonna fucking play it on Stadia because it's not on fucking Steam, and I want to play it on PC. So I guess I'm trying this shit. 
But then luckily, like, two weeks later or something, they were like, oh, yeah, no, Rage 2 and all that is coming to Steam. I was like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> now I don't need to try that shit. Yeah. Because fuck yeah. the Bethesda store. Eh, as someone who just accidentally bought Assassin's Creed Origins on the Uplay store? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I have yeah, but I mean, that's, that's... I have different opinions on launchers. Yeah, but I mean, the, the Uplay store is kind of, like, hands-off. Because you could still load it from Steam. And, and sure, Uplay, like, kicks on. But, like, it takes such a backseat. Because I've got, like, Far Cry 5 on there. Oh, no, no, no. When I say I bought it on the Uplay store, I mean I accidentally bought a key only for the Uplay store. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I have to go to Uplay now specifically to launch right. Assassin's Creed Origins. Humble, Humble Monthly had <laughs> Origins on there, and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking great, and I didn't notice the little Uplay icon. It's mm. like, uh, I'll deal with it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And I did have the Bethesda launcher installed at one point because I thought I really wanted to play Quake Champions. I installed Quake Champions and watched videos and never launched it. I played a little bit of it and I was not... There's like basically no one playing that. But you can play as BJ Blazkowicz. <laughs> oh, which, which he is a great character and I did play as him a lot. But yeah, no, I mean it's... But there's better games starring BJ Blazkowicz. Yeah, yes. Anyway, yeah, do anyone have any parting thoughts on Stadia? Like, I'm just not up on it, and I don't think it's the future of games. If it were coming from a collection of various companies, like, oh, hey, we're the cloud service company. Oh, hey, we're the games companies. And, oh, hey, we're the overall constructor of this. Mm -hmm. I think I would have a much different opinion. But the fact that Google can potentially own everything top to bottom mm -hmm. yeah for some reason my knee-jerk reaction is holy fuck no right i maybe it's a flaw in me <laughs> but more, more so than that it's just i don't know yeah i mean my my thoughts on it was uh my knee-jerk reaction too was also like panic and just being like oh god is this where future games are going like is this the future of gaming like this is this this yeah. path this is gonna go down but then i again i go back because they didn't mention about any kind of pricing models or anything i'm also just like oh wait it's google because if shit's just like not working fine or they don't have a audience for it they'll just fucking shut it down anyway because that's just how google works yeah. they like to try out a lot of things and then like if there's no audience for it or it's just like a really small percentage then they're just like okay we're fucking shutting it down which is another point that you know that i should bring up is like you know if there are people who similar to what you were saying there and like you fucking buy a game and then, you know, Google being Google, like, they're like, oh, yeah, there's just not an audience for this. We're going to shut it down. Like, what the fuck happens then? Like, do you get that money back? Or, nope. is, it, or is it just fucking gone forever because, you know, it's they, theirs they own that shit? We're Google. Give us all the money. Right. So, yeah. What's don't, what's don't be evil? We got rid of that. <laughs> yeah. Steve, any closing thoughts? Uh, just... I like I'm not fully on board with it. I like some of the ideas that it, that it brings, but like you said, Darren, I think I would be more on board with it if there's like way more like culmination of 
like devs and other like like you said the cloud services and all these other companies that are in on it and saying hey this is a collective of what we're going to do and like this is this is this big idea rather than this is just google i like and kind of i'm on the side of wally where like i'm not really worried about about it like i actually think like it's something that google was just like hey we have these servers and we can do this and let's come out with a controller that can do this Bluetooth thing. Okay, cool. And then it doesn't like work out at all. And they're just like, Hey, keep your cool controller. You can use it on steam now. (laughs) Bye bye. Service is dead, you know, like type of thing. But, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not on board with it. I, I, it might just be an old school mentality of like, and I like just owning something physically or just feeling like I'm the owner of something when I buy it, you know, and like not having to worry about like, Oh shit, if this doesn't work out, did I just lose 60 bucks on that game that I just bought? Or do they give me a code for steam so I can actually own it on steam or something like what happens? I don't want to worry about that shit. You know, as someone who just went through an actual hard backup of everything on GOG.com, GOG.com is the best place to buy your games because you can fucking do that. I just have installers for everything I bought. It took me a fucking week to do the whole thing. Mm. But yeah, that like that's where I'm coming from. And if you want to dive even deeper into my paranoid brain, what if this is just the dangly shiny thing and this actual cloud-based computing is for something much fucking darker? Like, <laughs> hey, listen, hey, hey, Department of Defense, look at we, what we can do. Look at these millions of people that are accessing Chrome and we're monitoring the shit that they're doing. And mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, I try to fucking s- kill that voice in my head, <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> it's like, hey, listen, this, this is dark. <laughs> Hey, you want some fucking Cheetos? Just click on this ad right here, and it'll yeah, bring some Cheetos right Send you right to your door. Want some Cheetos? <laughs> hey, keep having Cheetos. You need to have diabetes because we've been told that you need to. Hey, the Illuminati are real. <laughs> it's all just Alex Jones running it. Oh, my God. Yeah, Google Stadia. I'm nervous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that should be their tagline. Yeah, <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think a lot of people are already kind of grounded for where they are and, mm-hmm. and what yeah. what console they want to play on or what platform they want to play on. And yeah, I think the streaming thing is great, but I don't think it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's enough people that would be like, yeah, I don't want Google to fucking have my gaming shit because yeah. I haven't like I I Uh think there's already enough people that are like that especially like you know people like us that really follow the gaming news like very closely like we're we're just gonna be like fucking nah dude Mm -hmm. like but then I wonder how much this might catch on with people who don't really follow the news that's that's the part that I'm really curious about is Mm -hmm. what does what do people writ large do about this? Like, right. How do they respond? It might just be, oh, that weird nerdy Google bullshit and just mm. ignore it. Or they might glom onto it. I don't know. It's, it's all up in the air. But it's, yeah. also, it's also thinking, like, are they games that they'll actually want to play? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. is some casual gamer just going to be like, man, let me try this Doom Eternal? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Hey, yeah. 
or oh, or the Call of Duty crowd. Like, oh, mm-hmm. let me let me play the Call of Duty. Wait, this fucking it's it's not shooting right. Fuck this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's exciting and fearful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another tagline. <laughs> but I think I think that'll wrap it up today for our discussion on Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. May it live in infamy and fear. <laughs> Uh, we're still up in the air as to what we will be talking about next month, and I think we're going to not announce what we're going to talk about the next month anymore because it's all kind of up in the air and fucking surprise game launches and uh, yeah. platform yeah. launches shit. But uh, join us next month when we discuss a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Thanks for joining us. See ya. Bye. I am.